And how are you on this Labor Day weekend? Hopefully well, and thank you for tuning in. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're going to do what we always do here on this show and teach you interesting ways to save you interest. And what exactly has been going on in the mortgage market lately? Well, as you can see, look at that calendar. Back to school, back to routine, the summer's over. I don't want to sound bland because the weather's still fantastic. But let's be honest, that's what we're all looking forward to, getting back to things. I have a lot of people coming into the office that, you know, want to sit down and see what they did over the summer. So what did you do over the summer? Was it a lot of travel? I know a lot of people and a lot of people in the office have been doing some renovations. Maybe they borrowed a line of credit or, you know, had some funds on the side. I know a lot of clients that even got into the renovations. And as they got a little deeper, they found out, hmm, an opportunity to even do some more renovations here. So there's some people that are kind of want to tidy up their finances because of the renovations over the summer. Or maybe it was travel. Like I said, these are all the different ideas that we do here at Mortgage Teacher. Now, with it being Labor Day weekend, good Saturday, right after this weekend, it's back to routine. So at Mortgage Teacher, I thought we would have a little bit of fun here. So we're having a little bit of contest. If you want to look us up, please, please do uh, look us up at mortgageteacher.com. In fact, what's new this week at Mortgage Teacher? Well, let's see. We got some reviews written, so thank you. We have uh, Paul here a couple days ago. It says, I highly recommend Mortgage Teacher. They worked as a true partner in getting me the best mortgage for my needs. The experience was quick and easy. Plus, I felt I learned a lot from Michael and his team. We just purchased our home and feel very grateful for having the support from Mortgage Teacher. Five stars. Well, thank you very much, Paul. And if I go look here at another, well, that's this week too. Okay, this one here. Mike taught me enough about the mortgage world to be confident in making a quick offer when the right property came up. Mortgage teacher played a key part in our home ownership, and I'd be definitely using them again. Well, that's fantastic. That's from Elias Baribo, so thank you very much, Elias. Out in the Dorchester way, that was a very exciting time. So these are the two reviews. So when you want to say what's new this week, well, let me just read what's new from you people. There's a lot more people we helped this week, obviously, but these two people went out of their way to share their experience with Mortgage Teacher and, and share it with you, of course. And that's what we're all about. In case you haven't heard exactly what Mortgage Teacher is, well, the name kind of says it all. We teach you about all the different mortgages. So I've said it before, and I'll say it again. What we do here is, is keep in mind there's 36 different banks you, as a Canadian, have to choose from. We all know the big five, CIBC, you know, RBC, TD, Scotiabank, of course, and we like to work with all of them. What about National Bank? Not a bad-sized bank. There's two branches here in London. So we have all these banks, Equity Bank, Laurentian Bank, a lot of banks that the common consumer maybe hasn't heard about, but they still have great mortgage products. Now let's set those 36 banks aside, and let's think how they run as a business. Well, they can obviously sell a mortgage to us because that helps them make money. They can open savings account, and that helps them make money. Uh, investments, insurance. What I'm trying to say is when you get your mortgage at a bank, a bank has multiple streams of income. They have all different ways to make money off of your product. For example, have you ever tried to get a mortgage at a bank and they really, really push the insurance? I've even had clients come in saying that in order to get a discounted rate on their mortgage, they had to take the life insurance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a no-no. That Life insurance is an option. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to say. At Mortgage Teacher, I can help you decide between 36 different banks. Now, let's set the banks aside. 
What about non-bank lenders? Who are these trust companies I hear about? Well, look up First National. They're the biggest one in Canada. In 2017, they did $100 billion in A-plus mortgages. This isn't someone that, you know, does mortgages for bruised credit. This is good money. So how the heck did they do that many mortgages if they have to get by all these banks? And a trust company only earns an income on one thing. That's mortgages. So as a broker, I have to tell you that they make mortgages really smart. Maybe it's a little bit cheaper rate. Maybe it's a cheaper penalty to break it and walk away. Maybe it's more flexible to put money down whenever you need. So what I'm trying to get at, you, the consumer, through Mortgage Teacher, can choose all those 36 banks, all the different trust companies, such as, you know, First National, MCAP, like you haven't heard of. And to top it off, what about credit unions? I mean, I live in Dorchester, a little town outside of London. There's a lot of people that come to us that are also Port Stanley, Graham Ben. I like to joke around Elsie Craig and surrounding area, right? We have all these little pockets and sometimes a credit union can give a better deal than even a bank. And I'll give you a good example of what I mean by a better deal. It's not always the lower rate people. So I have a property that has a mixed use. It's maybe a house, but in a small st- on a, in a small town on a main street. So maybe it has a little bit of uh, office potential out front. Uh, maybe a daycare, maybe like a dentist's office, accounting, something like that. So it can be zoned both, uh, travel agency, something like that. So you see these in small towns on the main street a lot. So I got a quote on it. And yes, uh, a major bank came in with an interest rate that was 0.1% better than what a credit union could do. So common sense, I'd say, okay, well, I'll, I'll take that mortgage on this place because it's a better rate. But the bank wanted a commercial appraisal that the cost was over $3,000. And the credit union was satisfied with a residential appraisal that costs about $300. So funny enough, I compared the numbers on the difference of the interest rate, and it was only a saving of $1,300 over five years. Therefore, The better deal is actually the credit union. Although it's a higher rate, it's a better deal because your savings is in the setup for the appraisal. So here at Mortgage Teacher, those are the type of things we measure out. It's not just, I want the lowest rate. It's no, no, no. I want to pay the least amount of interest. I want to pay the least amount of money out of my pocket. Therefore, Mortgage Teacher, help us put the most money in our pocket. And those are the exact type of strategies we set up. So some examples over the summer. And if you want to hear some of these, like I just read you some reviews that two people just said this week, please look up Mortgage Teacher and read the reviews yourself. Maybe some of those can spark up some interest on how it can help you. Now, if you're listening and, you know, I don't really need any mortgage help. This is kind of a boring show. I understand. It is mortgages. I mean, the word mortgage, it's French descent. I've said it before. I think it stands for death contract. So it's pretty tough to make an exciting show, let's be honest. But... We all do have a mortgage, and we all are into saving money, and that's exactly what we can do here. So some of the things that I've seen in the office just this week alone, a lot of people have done some renovation work. I've seen some pools added, some renovation costs, additions, maybe people changing some flooring, upgrading kitchens. Uh, There's some rebates now when it comes to efficiencies and windows, some things like that. So I see a lot of people getting renovations done. Now, here's the number one mistake people make. When you're thinking of doing renovations, sit down and plan first. Make sure you have your worst case scenario drawn up. Because if you start your renovations partway through and realize that you need more money, guess what? You're going to need an appraisal to get that money. And when an appraisal gets done, the appraisal has to be complete. You can't have trim off the walls. 
and have things unfinished because then the bank's not going to want to lend money. So that's the number one mistake people make. They start the renovations, even as small as tearing a floor up or even taking trim around a closet door. That could ruin your appraisal and not be able to get the advanced money. So the bank would come and say, listen, once you're done, then I'll give you the money. Well, that's great, but I need to pay my people now. And that's where you start to get some extra costs. Now, these are one of the main topics that people are doing this year, renovations and tidying up that money. If any of this interests you, and we'll come back after this break and give you some other ideas on what you can do, but look us up at mortgageteacher.com. I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and if you want to talk to me, you can call me 226-289-2991, and we'll be back right after this news break. All right, here we go again. Thank you for tuning in. If you are just tuning in, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And this is a firm that helps you, well, do exactly what it says, teach you about all the differences in in, in mortgages in Canada. And, of course, the difference on how you can save the most amount of money and prepare yourself. I always tell people, you know, is the mortgage, is it a transactional or a relationship transaction? Sorry, let me say that again. Is it transactional? Meaning, do you not care who you're talking to? There's no advice. You just call for the lowest rate and sign. Well, that's the way a lot of people think mortgages are. And that's the way the banks want you to do it. They don't want you to have a relationship. Trust me, I can I can show you stories that uh, how many times you've gone back to your bank and you just can't maintain a relationship if you tried. No offense to anyone working at the banking, but we all know you get moved around for your raises and so on and so forth. It is a business. Last time I checked, the banks do care about their profits. Now, if you are still tuning in from before the break, we're on a topic on you know what most people are doing now when it comes to mortgages. And the hottest topic seems to be kind of tidying up over renovations. So let me ask you this. Do you have more than 20% equity in your house? Do you have 30% equity? For example, did you buy a house for 350000 Maybe it's worth 420 now because your neighbors have sold for 420 and 450 and, you know, well, I have a bigger yard and you know, my basement's finished, so my house is worth more. Now, what are you doing with that equity? Because I'm not going to lie, I've challenged with my dad. My dad's kind of an old school frame of mind. He has a million dollar house and he has it paid off. He wants to race to pay it off. I come from a newer generation where I produce, I have professionals around me that help produce, you know, strategies, retirement plans and investment savings, you know, tax strategies, things like that around me and my business to help me, you know, get ahead. So I'll give you an example. I bought a house in 2013 worth probably about $320,000. i am not going to lie. At the time, I thought I overpaid. Wow. Now, already with some renovations and, you know, the neighboring houses, I think that house is easily worth three hundred and fifty. Therefore, I'm, I put about $30,000, $40,000 in renovations, but somehow my house is worth $250,000 more. Now, it's only just like stocks, guys. You only make the money when you sell. So, great, my house is up in value and so is yours. But what are we doing with it? Nothing, really. Now, we also come from a background of told, you know, pay that down to zero. But in the year 2000, did you know there was a rule made that if you borrow to invest, you get to write off the interest? Now, I've talked about it on this show before, and I'm going to bring it up again because I have some history with this gentleman. The Smith Maneuver. The common last name, Smith. Look this book up, guys. The Smith Maneuver. It was written by a gentleman named Fraser Smith who wrote about the tax-deductible mortgage. With the stock market, I mean, look what it's been doing this week, guys. I know my stocks are up. A lot of stocks are up. So there's opportunity. 
especially here in Canada with the pot stocks. There's a whole new industry that the world's going to be buying here from Canada. So you can use that. At the same point, do you have an accountant work on your, on your behalf? Maybe you have some high T4 income. I have a lot of my clients that are making a couple hundred thousand on their T4 and they need tax deductions to help not pay so much tax. We all want to pay our tax, but at the same point, you know, some advantages could be nice too. Now, that's exactly what we can arrange. So with my house, I owe about, my houses were 550 or so, and I owe about $300,000 in bad debt. Let's say 200000 I took $100,000 out, readvanced it, and invested it. But as a mortgage professional, I separated the statements. It's all, it's nice to have a clean set of books. So when I, at the end of the year, when I go to my accountant, I say, okay, here's a $200,000 mortgage that I'm not writing off. But here's 100000 I borrowed to invest. Therefore, accountant, I'm writing off this interest. And that's the way they can set this up. In the meantime, my professional investor that I, again, have a relationship with, which catching on to something here, guys, accountant, investor, hmm, everything in the asset side of life seems to have a pretty tight relationship to it. Well, maybe when it comes to my expenses and, you know, paying out a lot of interest, maybe I should develop a relationship when paying down my mortgage. Hint, hint, mortgage teacher. Anyway, again, so what I'm trying to bring up is you can readvance. And so what I do in my house, I owe 200 grand and I make a mortgage payment. I owe 199. I make another payment the next month. I owe 198. See the trend? You're paying down your mortgage. In these all-in-one or readvanceable mortgages, you know, Manulife has a strong one, uh, Scotia Step, TD, HELOC, all-in-one, whatever you want to call these. The only reason you should be doing these guys is for investment purposes. Anytime you want to go do a renovation or ugh, the worst one, the debt consolidation, don't just take five credit cards and roll it into one line of credit. That's not a big savings. Let's be honest. A line of credit is still compounded 12 times a year. So that's another whole show we can talk about. But what you want to do is make sure you're paying the least amount of interest. So don't let the line of credit be a lot of banks sell it as in, well, just in case you want some money, in case you want to buy a boat, in case you want to travel. No, do not do that because that's promoting consumer spending. Uh, I see a lot of people that get these all-in-ones and they see, oh, I have access to $60,000 and they start spending the equity of the house. So yes, be careful with that. But back to where I was talking about the Smith Manure, why those products are created because National Bank, I brought them up earlier, they're the ones that came out with the first all-in-one back in 2001. And I remember when Fraser was piloting this. So as I pay my mortgage down, 200, 199, 198, 197, my line of credit goes up 100, 101, 102. See the trend? As you pay it down, your availability comes up. But what you want to do every month is give that to your financial planner. So at the end of the day, my dad may not be a fan of this. Yeah, I'm going to owe $300,000 against my house. But that has created an investment of more than 300000 now, it depends when you cash that out, and that's another story, and some different strategies on taking that to pay the least amount of tax. But if you're listening to this show and you have more than 20%, nah, I'm going to litigate, the, change the risk a little. If you have more than 30% equity in your house, starting to build a bit of a retirement portfolio, starting to decide what you're going to do with your life insurance on you and your family, because that's another strategy you should be taught. If you have a business for yourself, you can take a life insurance policy and you know, kind of put some money in there to save yourself for a rainier day. But these are the type of strategies that I learned. And this is where your mortgage professional, mortgage teacher, 
can help work with your other professionals. Um, all of our rental portfolios, our clients that have multiple rental properties, there's a really good opportunity in front of you. You want to know what it is? Well, a lot of five-year fixed right now. We're getting quoted somewhere around 3.8%. There's a 10-year fixed special at 4.09. That, that's pretty impressive. 4.09 on a 10-year fix. Well, the one client I just signed on Friday, that was only $8 a month different than a five-year fixed. So let me ask you this. For $8 a month, do you want to hold that mortgage for 10 years and not worry about it? Well, that's what this person decided to do. And now they have a good set plan and the light at the end of the tunnel to get this mortgage paid off. And that's what we're happy to be a part of, as long as that light's not a train, which we make sure it isn't. <laughs> but again, if you're liking some of these ideas or some of these strategies, look it up, the Smith Maneuver. If you're doing, if you have any consumer debt over $6,000 that, you know, you don't see yourself paying in the next 12 months, maybe you did some renovations, maybe you have a line of credit from fixing a vehicle or travel or you have some consumer debt, but you do find that your house has gone up in value lately, what are you going to do with that equity? Maybe create an investment plan. Maybe pay out high interest debt. Either way, here at Mortgage Teacher, we teach you ways to get rid of that all for free. That's the surprising part. We do all this for free, no cost, and no obligation. So I'm going to call you out, and just like the other people that write the reviews. Why not? Bounce it off a mortgage teacher. Again, I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, signing off. Feel free to give us a shout, 226-289-2991, and we'll see you at mortgageteacher.com.